With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Lights Out happens to be the nickname of the amazing young man that's about to come on and grace us with his amazing Lights Out voice. Uh, Three-time Pro Bowl linebacker, uh, Maryland Terrapin, uh, Supercharger, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that guy, Sean Merriman. What's up, bro? Happy to have you on the show. Bob, man, always, anytime. And you know what? You're like the only person get me to do anything on Saturday as far as work. It's like my only day. But you know, they say VAR say say show, done deal. Let's yeah. stop everything we're that's doing. What we, that's what I'm talking about. Well, what's up, Sean? What's up? What's up, brother? You got Plex and TJ on the line, man. And, and we got Sean Merriman on the line. And we – Sean, we we had a very very spirited conversation taking place about what's going on in Houston, and I'm I'm curious from your perspective because in a lot of ways you are one of the most beloved players to ever play for the Chargers. Uh, before they switched up to being LA, they were the Diego Chargers, and you were one of those guys that picked up the mantle where where. Uh, where Junior left it, and if there was anyone who carried it the way it was supposed to be carried it after he did it, it was you. But you didn't finish in, in, in with the Chargers. You didn't finish with the organization. It are Do you find there to be any similarities to what J.J. Watt just had take place with a mutual uh, parting of the ways from, from Houston after representing so much and having so much value with the market what what is your what's your take on this like was it handled the right way or could it have been done differently well you know var the 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 situation is similar and and a little different at the same time it's similar because you know you you done one thing for organization um you know multi multi uh, multiple pro bowls and a lot of accolades and winning games and then you move on somewhere else so you always have that um you, you know, you all, you always have that thing where it's like, okay, these guys don't want me here, or uh, I've done so much for the organization. Then they click back in, then, you know, you start thinking about it's a business, and that's just where, how it goes. I don't care who you are. There's very few players that ever remain neat, like these days with one organization the entire time. And, you know, you take it back to uh, Joe Montana and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and it go, the list goes on. It's really hard to stay in one organization. Now, the problem I, I see in that is, you, when it's somewhere mutual, it means that he also wanted to go. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I wasn't shocked by that because if we look at what's going on down there in Houston, it's like, okay, well, there might be a serious problem if J.J. Watt wants to get out of your organization. You know, it wasn't like they let him go, released him, or told him to leave, right? They was like, you know, this is a mutual situation where he also wanted to leave. He didn't fight to stay. So, you know, where there's, uh, what we say it all the time, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's a lot of fire down in Houston right now. Mm. Now, we, when you let's, – let's talk – Let's stay in the quarterback position. What What's your take on Russell Wilson coming out, talking about criticizing his offensive line, and we got LeVar saying he, he should have a big say in, in decision-making. One, what do you – You're just going to put it? words in my mouth, huh? Yeah. I should well, have, it should be negotiated in his contract. That, if if I, you want to have that role, like, why not negotiate I'm, it? I'm sure, I'm sure Mr. Lights Out know that's illegal. That's oh, why I didn't we go. bring that up. Here we but, go. Uh, here we go. What, what's, your, what's your take on that, Sean? So, so this is my thing. I think that especially nowadays, this, the quarterback position, they're the CEO of your organization. Right, I mean, it wasn't like that, and I seen what uh, you know Brett Favre and some of the older guys come out and they're talking about Deshaun and all. The times is different. They wasn't making uh, you know four years, five year, hundred fifty million dollar contract. So the quarterback nowadays, you just talking about business, and I try to use this uh, equation because so like the normal people understand. Oh, why is the quarterback complaining? Well, what owner of any company don't talk to their CEO about what they plan on doing? It just doesn't happen, right? So if you're planning on making moves and you're CEO is the person that's running your organization because that's what the quarterback position is nowadays. That's the one that's going to decide on how how that franchise, how that organization is going to do. You know, 80% of what goes on nowadays on the offense side of the ball is start and finish with the quarterback position. So if that's the case, you have to give him a seat at the table. And look, you're owning the team, right? So I tell anybody, if you got any real input or problem with how owners operate, go buy your own damn team. Go do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, at the quarterback position, when you're asking them for so much and paying them this type of money, you have to sit down and give them a seat at the table and at least get their thoughts on things moving forward. Mm. I agree. Hey, mm. hey, yo, Sean, man, first of all, man, I just want to jump out there and say, man, you you probably uh, might be the, the toughest light-skinned dude I know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, 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 that's <laughs> funny. That is funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He is a tough, <laughs> light-skinned fella. Boy. Hey, black. Hey, hey, so I told, yeah. I told Ice-T, I said, outside of Ice-T, I might be the toughest, light-skinned, hardest, light-skinned dude out there. Ice-T is I told pretty Ice-T hard. Ice-T Ice is a pretty cold hey, piece. Ain't, ain't, ain't no doubt about it. At least we agree on that, but check it. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so the whole J.J. Watt you know, situation, him wanting to be released from the team, uh, you know, you you was a cornerstone you know, uh, franchise player for the for the Chargers, and 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 so was he. Like I don't know, I didn't know your your, your contract situations with with the with the Chargers back then. But wouldn't you rather have stayed? Because y'all had a great team. Oh five, we went out there and played. Y'all put our lights out. You know, on Sunday night football, Eli's first game after the you know the whole deal, the road, right? The whole thing, the whole doing so, business. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So would you rather have stayed? in San Diego and won a championship on that great team instead of leaving and going somewhere else? It, it, it all depends. I think in J.J. Watt, um, and I, and I want to say that and go back to Matthew Stafford, anybody else who has a mutual way out the door, right? You, you've seen what that grass was like. They always tell you the grass isn't always green on the other side. Well, you walk that grass, you, you felt that grass or turf, whatever you've been on, and you're like, okay, I know what it is here. I know what it's going to be. And it started with DeAndre Hopkins. And some of the other bad decisions, you know, with uh, you know, Bill, uh, uh, Coach uh, O'Brien, and 
just just so much bad blood going on in the organization, and J.J. Watt has been there, and he's seen enough, right? He's seen enough to say, you know what, it's my time to go somewhere else where I'm actually going to have an opportunity to win a championship because I know it's not going to be here. Hmm. Sean Merriman on the line. That's the voice you hear. Subscribe to the Lights Out podcast with Sean Merriman on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dude does some super phenomenal podcast shows, great topics, great guests. It's an up-and-coming show. I support it. You should go support it as well. Tell a friend, subscribe. Sean, you just mentioned O'Brien and the coaching and the lack of leadership. Now, this week, one of our our uh, someone we share in common passed away in Coach Marty Schottenheimer. Tell me what what is your um, your feelings on how important the leadership at the coaching position is for success. But then when you have uh, a coach that that has that it factor about them. How much does that play a part, and and how much is that relatable to your time with with Coach Schottenheimer? You, you know, Barnes, you said it. I mean, I think Marty's one of the greatest leaders in in, in sports history, not even just in football. Um, and I, I'm a big believer that your head coach and the leadership reflects the team. You know, it's a, it's almost in a sense of a trickle down effect. So if you got a, a coach that isn't a great leader, um, you know, allowing guys to walk in late can't really get anybody fired up the team is going to reflect that. And, you know, look at the course of Marty's career and the guys he coaching, including yourself. And, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you, um, he, as hard as it comes, and, and he also, if you play hard for him, you'll love him to death and Indeed. he's going to love you. Yep. You know, he, you know, he'll, he, he's the type, and I'll give you, um, you know, two examples. One is uh, in training camp, my rookie year, you know, he'd seen that I was practicing hard and my body, I was starting to get camp body and he'll come up behind me in practice and tell me to take, you know, nine on seven off or whatever drill off. And you're like, man, damn, coach is cool. And then the next day, he'll line you up the Oklahoma drill. I, right? say, I, didn't, I didn't get that, Marty, but but I, I love that he he adjusted with you. He, he saw that 56 in Washington. He I had to do that nine on seven. But go ahead, he, he, he babied you a little bit. But go ahead, go ahead, oh, yeah, Sean. No, go, he, look, go. He, and that's what happened. You know, he, he that's what it was. <laughs> he was working me, boy. I ain't passed you know, the, the but, test. I, mean, I was out there in that nine on seven. Go ahead, go. Ahead. But, but see, you know, boys bar didn't. The next day, he'll line me back up in line in uh, Oklahoma drill with with a with a with an alignment, you know. So it's just that's the type of leadership. And I'll, I'll give another another example. My rookie year, I went out and uh, I had a big game against the Kansas City Chiefs. I knocked out Priest Holmes, and you know I'm celebrating, I'm screaming, I'm I'm a rookie. I'm trying to make a name for myself coming into the NFL and live up to you know the hype I had coming out of college. And I'm celebrating. I run on the sideline. Priest Holmes is still down on the ground. And while I'm celebrating, Marty Schottenheimer grabbed my face mask and said, hey, don't forget that this guy's family and his friends are watching. Yeah. And in that, in that moment, as excited and you know, going crazy as I was, I stopped and I was like, damn, he's right. But that's, that was Marty, man. And yeah. um, you know, I missed him and I was, I was really close uh, with him all, of, all the way up until he had a really big decline and talking to Miss Schottenheimer and the family. And uh, he's going to be missed, man, and Indeed. not just as a football coach, but just as a man in general. Indeed. Let me give you one of my stories, and it's interesting because my rookie or my my second year coming out of my rookie year, when Marty came in, he totally transformed 
the culture of our team. We went from a finesse team with, with Norv, which is so funny because we both had the same coaches at, at a point in time in our, in our yep. careers. And you know, if you know Norv, Norv is, is soft. He's, he's finesse. That's like, you know, take, you know, take days off. It's not going to be a hard nosed team. It's going to be a finesse team. And coming off of the Norv deal, I, you know, we ended up getting Marty and, and we turned into a hard nosed football team. Now, fast forward, they get rid of him after a year because his hard nose was way too hard nose. Well, we end up playing a Marty Schottenheimer led San Diego team with my baby on the other side on the on the sideline and this is one of those moments. You got old 56, you got young 56 and on one of them plays. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the sound of it. I'll never forget the look of it. But we ran some type of stretch play, a pitch, a toss, something. A, a, a screen. It was, was it a screen? I, it was I something. So. And when it got ran, my man, the biggest lineman on our team, Derek Dockery, I'll never forget it. Out of Texas, big, big, ginormous dude, strong, athletic, I, I was a super, super great football player. Gets out in into the open field to come block Sean Merriman. And I heard the equivalent of a small car accident take place when you hit him. <laughs> and he lifted this six foot seven, 320, 30 pound man off the ground. And I said, my God, I gotta retire. This this is it. I love him. Um, what he's doing is different than what I'm capable of doing, and I really see um, that I'm to the end of my career, and I'll never forget that. And, and all I could think about was that's Marty Ball. That that yeah. that right there was like, when you come out as a Marty Schottenheimer team, it is pure bust you in your mouth hit you in your face, and if you can handle what we're bringing your way for four quarters, God bless, you were supposed to win this game. And, and, and as you said that, Marty Schottenheimer played that uh, that clip in the team meeting room because that was one of his favorite plays. He told me one of his favorite plays of, of ever, of, you know, him all his years of coaching. And I, the reason why I remember that play, because people ask me all the time, they said, what was my hardest hit? And the first thing they say is Priest Holmes, but I was like, no, no, no. Dockery was a was Ooh. a mountain of a person. <laughs> that, this 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 dude, if you've seen him walking on the street, you move into the other side of the street. It's like it's not somebody you want to see. And I remember the screen. I think uh, CP. I think Clinton caught a screen to something out the back. And I and I was thinking to myself. I said, if Big Doc stay up on me, I'm 20 yards away, so I'm running full speed, and I know he's 330 plus. And I said, if he stay up on me and don't cut me, I'm gonna send him to heaven. Mm. Is what I'm thinking in my head. And so. I literally, when I hit him, it was the, the hardest deep thump. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard it on the sideline bar, but it was a, such a deep oh, thump. I heard he it. He got up and he dropped back to his knees. He got I up and it. dropped back to his knees, and then he walked off into the sideline. I, I don't know if he came back in or how long he was out, but um, that was that was my probably my hardest hit that I guess it really wasn't talked about. Sheesh, well, that was one hard hit, and, and obviously the idea of it being based upon the leadership and the culture that was Absolutely. created. RIP to one of the greatest ever. We love you, Marty. You are the man. Prayers and thoughts to your family. Subscribe to the Lights Out podcast with Sean Merriman on iHeartRadio. 
uh, iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, you can get plenty of great stories from Sean. Sean, we got to have you back on, man. This this segment went way too quick. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.